This Known Leader podcast is presented to you by your friends at Lifeway Student Ministry. We want to help you lead students to know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. You can find other incredible student ministry resources as well as future camp information at www.lifeway.com forward slash students. another episode of our Known Leader podcast. I'm your host, Rick Prawl, and I am still joined in the studio by Don Cornelius. Don, how are you? I'm great. Good. Don, we have reached the fourth session of this unit called Difference Makers. We've talked about, you know, why should we care about social issues? We've talked about issues related to poverty in our second session. Our session last week was all about same-sex marriage and, and what's the big deal related to that. And then this week, we're wrapping up this entire unit with our fourth question and our fourth topic why is racism wrong? We're talking about racial lines is the title of the session. And, you know, Don, this this really goes beyond just a black and white issue. I mean, typically when we talk about racism, those are the first things that come to mind. But, you know, in our world today, it is, is so much more than just skin color. We're talking about, you know, ideological beliefs, religious beliefs, um, social things. There's a lot of things going on. But when we talk about racism, typically we're talking about you know those those racial lines that we tend to draw, and we're going to look at some some life principles, some biblical principles to help us, you know, get to to this question of why is it wrong. But just from your point of view, the world that our students live in today, why is why is this a good question for us to address? Yeah, it is a great question for us to address with students. I mean, their their world is so um, diverse. And and maybe not a, not completely just diverse, but, but plural. They they live in a world with many different races and, and cultures, and one would think because of that, because of that diversity or plurality, that uh, that it's not an it's a non-issue that they are very comfortable, uh, and that this isn't a, um, an issue that we should address. But I, I would say yes, it is an issue that we should address because it's important for us to to help students to navigate maybe some issues that were not necessarily their issues, but issues of their parents or other generations, uh, issues that are thrust upon them by their community, their school, or other kind of social settings that dictate that we need to draw these boundary lines uh, because because of race. And, and it's important for us to have a biblical worldview on every issue that we confront. And so this lesson gives us that chance to do that. That's right. And we're really going to, one of the questions in our introduce to the question section is, you know, what's the difference between a preference and a prejudice? And that really becomes, you know, part of the, the bottom line of what we're trying to deal with in this session is helping students begin to to see and recognize preference versus prejudice and and to bring out you know prejudices and and uh, identify that you know that those prejudices especially related to race are wrong as we look at these three life principles and leaders just on the front end certainly we're not going to be able to answer every question you may have or your students may have related to this topic of of racism but we want to give you some some solid biblical principles to help begin that discussion Let's jump into Acts chapter 17, verses 24 through 26. That's where we're going to find our first life principle is that, you know, why is racism wrong? It's because God made all people. What do you see there in those verses? Yeah, that's a, that's a great statement right there. God made all people. Right. And Paul is clear in that as he's making this address at the Areopagus. And he says the God who made the world and everything in it, he is Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in shrines made by hands. 
Neither is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives everyone life and breath and all things from one man. He has made every nation of men to live all over the earth and has determined their appointed times and the boundaries of where they live. It's pretty pretty clear here. You know, and even in this, you know, Paul mentions uh, some attributes of the true God. The first is that God is creator. Um, So he's really denouncing the Epicurean belief in many gods is false and that there is only one God and he made absolutely everything. And God is distinct from his creation. It talks about the sovereignty of God, that he is Lord uh, over everything which he has made and even us and that he's omnipresent and he he cannot be contained in a temple. And then finally, that that we see God is self-existent. He does not need anything, that he is self-existent. And so we see that this false notion, um, which led to a superior attitude among the Greeks, Paul denounces it here. They believe their race somehow originated from their own homeland and was thus different from the rest of mankind. But Paul informs them, the one true God made all peoples and he made them from one man. And so no race is superior to another, not then or now. And he strikes right at that, that concept of history and that God made all people. When Don, as we're, you know, walking through these scripture passages with our students, one of the questions in this section in our leader guide is, what is the danger of judging others based on certain physical features such as skin color? Mm-hmm. How would you answer that question? What's the danger of, of us setting this judgment based on skin color? Well, I think one of the dangers is kind of reflects back in, in the passage that we read that if God made all people, then God has a particular purpose and why he colored all of us differently. Right. <laughs> and uh, God's not embarrassed by it. I'm often often hear the term that um that I'm colorblind. Well, that's kind of opposite of God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not colorblind at all um, because he intentionally made every person distinct by his own design for a specific uh, purpose. So then when we make that decision to judge someone by just simply the, merely the color of their skin, it doesn't even begin to give us insight into all of who they, uh, they are because of the uniqueness that God has placed in, in that individual. And one of the things I've discovered, you know, just in the opportunity to have some international travel here working with Lifeway is just to be able to enjoy and experience the variety of races that God has created. I love I love what you've said that, you know, God created a bunch of different skin colors for a reason. And, man, we get to enjoy that. And, you know, I guess there's two approaches to looking at that. You can you know, either really enjoy it or, or get really closed about all that. And I've chosen to just really enjoy being able to be a part of different cultural experiences. Leaders, I do want to point out that we have two real strong quotes um, in this section that we reference in your student book. Those are going to open up some opportunity to really have some good discussion with your students. So take a moment and just kind of park on those those two quotes, review those, and discuss those with your students. Don, we're going to move into that second life principle, is that not only did God make all people, all people are equal before God. He didn't just make us a bunch of different colors. He, he made us all on a level playing field as well. Romans chapter 10, verses 11 through 13. What, what do you see there in those verses? Sure. Um, Paul's talking again. Now the scripture says, No one who believes on him will be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, since the same Lord of all is rich to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name 
of the Lord uh, will be saved. Mm. And so here, here Paul is is helping um, us, and even in in context, as he is talking about um, righteousness by faith and by that alone. He's really emphasizing the uh, what it means to to have salvation, and that it is not works, and so no one believes on him will be put to shame, and that we can come to him um, by confessing with our mouths and believing in our heart that Jesus is Lord and raised from the dead, and that is in itself an an opportunity for our, our salvation. But he he goes on to say that there is no distinction distinction between Jew and Greek, um, that everyone has this opportunity. And the wonderful part about that verse, he says, since the same Lord of all is rich to all who call on him. And that word rich, meaning that he is he is uh, benevolently kind. He is very kind to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And so before God, we come to him as all equal before him. Don, we've got a question in this section of the leader guide. If the Bible says there is no distinction, as you pointed out, why do you think we continue to struggle with this issue today? I think our human condition allows us us to do that. And and as we talked about in our our previous lesson uh, around that um, the whole issue around homosexuality was not new, this issue obviously is not not new. People wanting to make a distinction in between others. And and most likely it grows out of our need to be superior. And in our need Mm. to be superior, we tend to make someone else inferior. And it's easy to make that distinction based on skin color, on race, on social class, on a lot of things that allow us to separate ourselves and then elevate ourselves for our own purpose. Well, I've even discovered that a lot of that is related just to, to language that, you know, if I can't understand somebody, then, you know, something's wrong here and, and I'm superior because I speak English and, and you don't. And, and that becomes a problem. And we've, man, we've got to get past that, that, you know, as we've talked about, God made all people, everybody's equal before him. God loves everybody. He created everybody. And we move into that third life principle this week is that we are to love our neighbor. When we're talking about racism, we're to love our neighbor regardless. Galatians chapter five, verses 13 through 15. Uh, What do you see there related to our neighbors? Sure. Paul's talking, uh, or writing in in context of freedom of of the Christian. And matter of fact, in uh, verse 1, it says, Christ has liberated us into freedom. Therefore, stand firm and don't submit again to a yoke of slavery. But in verse 13, our focus for, for this lesson, for you are called to freedom, brothers. Only don't use this freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but serve one another through love. For the entire law is fulfilled in one statement. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out or you will be consumed by one another. Hmm. And so the point here is really about Christian freedom, and and Christian freedom is the freedom to serve one another in love. The slavery of love is contrasted to these other kinds of of slavery that are talked about earlier um, in the text. And so that is the call, that we have freedom, but that freedom is in the context of love your neighbor as yourself. And, and that really kind of wraps up all of what we've talked about, that that we can, we can through Christ, have the freedom to love others when we realize that, that God made all people and that we're all equal before him. Uh, leaders, there's a, a, a great quote in the material uh, by William Penn. And so, I mean, this was written, you know, years and years and years ago. He says, Oh, Lord, help me not to despise or oppose 
what I do not understand. And, you know, Don, I think that mm-hmm. is part of the the foundation of racism is that mm-hmm. we begin to develop attitudes and beliefs based around things that we don't completely understand, mm-hmm. um, whether it's culture or or you know the way that we view different things, and that becomes becomes barrier walls. As we're trying to wrap up this session and leading students to talk about the issues of racism, what are some practical ways that they can live out some of the truths of this session? I think you just hit on one. You know, I've found personally in life, the more I listen, the more I understand. Uh, the more I understand, um, the more I know, and the more I know and understand, the more compassionate I am towards mm. other people. I think this can provide some practical opportunities. Get to know people that are different, radically different from who you are, and just listen. And listening without preconceived notions of who we think they are based on the box that we want to put them in. This is a great opportunity for uh, students to step outside of maybe some of those comfort zones or those boundary lines or boxes that they have uh, drawn for other people Mm. or maybe even the ones they have drawn for themselves. It's also a very practical opportunity to face what are our preferences or what are our prejudices. And I would say that the difference is is that a preference is a, a tendency, a like, uh, something that we favor. But a prejudice is when we begin acting on those preferences to when we're being negative towards another person, when it's discriminatory, or when we're basing preconceived notions that uh, have judgment towards towards another person. So it's an opportunity to face those and to think about what what are some of those prejudices. And often prejudices are are not the obvious to us, um, that they're formed over time and we don't even realize um, that we have them. Don, thanks for all your help this month. Thank you. Leaders, as we're wrapping up this session, Again, our question, why is racism wrong? We looked at three life principles, some biblical foundations for this topic. Number one, God made all people. Number two, all people are equal before him. And number three, we're to love our neighbor. The point this week, all people are created in the image of God. Thanks for joining us uh, this month. Join us again next week as we'll pick up a brand new session. <laughs>